0: Welcome everyone to the third episode of the Tandem Talk Show. I'm your host, Coach G. I'm the founder of Tandem Nutrition. I could not be more excited to be here with you today and to also have a very special guest with us today, Coach Layla. Say, hey, Coach Layla.
1: Hello. I'm super excited to be here.
0: (laughs) For those of you who do not know who Coach Layla is, Coach Layla is our dietitian and women's fat loss expert here at Handed nutrition, and we have a very important and special topic that we'll be covering today. um, As we go live for the third episode of the Tandem Talk Show, as you know, this is a live broadcast that we go live each Tuesday at seven thirty. You know that today is not Tuesday. Uh, Very grateful for some technical difficulties, but we're here live today, twelve thirty on wednesday the second and we're so glad that you've joined us today so our topic today everyone we're going to be specifically diving into the topic of hypothyroidism and how it affects fat loss there's a lot of great information that we want to share with you today that can help understand how it may play a role um, and how it might not play a role in your fat loss progress but For those of you who are new to the show, again, my name is Coach G, and this is a live broadcast we do every Tuesday. The purpose is to provide women from from all around the world the best and most science-based information to help you lose fat, tone up in a very effective and sustainable way. We're so glad to be with you. If you have questions with us throughout this broadcast, please comment below, let us know. We'd love to answer questions throughout our talk. But before we dive into today's discussion, I would like to talk about, uh, I would like to chat about some recent wins here in our tandem tone up community with clients in our VIP and our Tone Up program. So Coach Layla, love to have you start off giving us a few wins that you've had with your clients throughout the past couple weeks.
1: Yes, absolutely. So this week I have a big win with one of my clients, April. She is down 15 pounds today and this is her eighth week working together. So in eight weeks, 15 pounds of fat gone. Super exciting, really big win for her. Um, and then another client, Elena, she has... Um, she's in a metabolic reset phase. She lost over 12 pounds during our fat loss phase and we have increased her calories by 300 calories since switching to this metabolic reset phase. And she just dropped wow. another pound this week.
0: So you're telling me that she, that calories increased by 300. And despite that, she lost another pound. Is that right? Yes absolutely amazing right that is amazing that's one that's one phase that you know we don't talk a lot about here on Mm -hmm. the talk show um and really not a lot about in our group and one thing that i'd love for uh, us to bring more light on and just real quickly layla could you to tell the audience those listening what exactly a metabolic reset phase is and the purpose of it
1: yeah the purpose of the metabolic reset phase is just to Greater potentiate your fat loss phase. So, if you've been in a fat loss phase for a while, you know, you've increased your cardio, your steps, you've decreased calories. And even then, you know, that's very stressful and taxing on the body. You might hit a plateau. You might be like, hey, I can't do this anymore. So, we need to take a little diet break on metabolic reset phase. So, the purpose of this is to just slowly work on increasing your calories as close to maintenance as we can, um, decreasing your cardio, all while maintaining that new fat loss weight that you have.
0: That's wonderful. And, and just, uh, for those, you know, listening, who want to know more, um, about how long do, uh, do clients stay in a, in a metabolic reset phase?
1: Yeah. So that's going to vary, but it can be about 12 to 16 weeks. Um, and it's always good to be able to go in and out of like a fat loss or metabolic reset phase, but you want to stay in that for longer, just so you can really get the metabolic adaptations.
0: Love that. Love that. Guys, if you're interested in learning more about the metabolic reset phase, comment metabolic reset below. Let us know that's a topic that you want to learn more about, and we can definitely provide more information, uh, especially as we help more clients regain their fat loss potential, reverse those metabolic adaptations that occur throughout dieting, helping you lose more fat at a higher calorie level, making it a lot more enjoyable, sustainable, and fun. Guys, so great job, Layla. And are there any other clients you'd like to highlight today? Uh, Those are my two for this week. Awesome. Awesome. So just a few others from our coaches here at the, the Tandem Nutrition Team. If you're new here, uh, we ha- we are a team of six coaches. Um, I include myself. And so each week we have a lot of wins we want to share. Just really give some shout outs to those who are just crushing their fat loss phases. And and if you don't know, we specialize in helping women lose body fat, tone up, and achieve their goals in a healthy and sustainable way. As dietitians, that's one thing that really put a lot of attention into education, behavior change, and long-term maintenance of the weight loss you've achieved. So uh, from Coach Boston, we have a few big wins from him. A uh, big shout out to Stephanie Boylan. She lost 13.9 pounds so far. Uh, amazing transformation. Lindsay Elliott, she's down um, 7.8 pounds throughout her fat loss journey so far. And, and these are women who've come to us that have being completely stuck in their weight loss journeys not sure what to do you're thinking they've been doing everything right and maybe thinking about like well maybe i'm just eating too few of calories and as you know eating too few of calories is not a reason why weight loss is not happening physiologically that is not a reason why weight loss stops we'll speak more on that in a little bit but lana binge also from coach boston she's down a total of 18 pounds throughout her journey Big shout out to Lena and also Katie Wynn, our world traveler who literally travels around the world um, with a backpack, traveling through trains and airplanes, never knowing where she's going to sleep at. She's down down a total of 10 pounds, which is amazing. So if you ever think, hey, how can I lose weight being as busy as I am? Um, you have to know their strategies that we teach our clients. No matter where you go, you're going to be successful. And Katie Wynn has proved that. So a uh, big shout out to, to Katie. An amazing job to your client, Sela, and to uh, the clients I mentioned from, from Coach Boston as well. All right, guys. So this is the exciting part, uh, in addition to what we just mentioned, the exciting part of our episode, which is t- talking on the topic of hypothyroidism hypothyroidism is that? <laughs> hypothyroidism is it holding <laughs> you back from your weight loss efforts that is a question we're going to solve today as a team as layla laughs at me because at I'm so call, sorry. this is going to be a, a word that i'm gonna have trouble um saying and you know what i want to talk about what this word actually means so layla talk to us what exactly is hypothyroidism
1: yes so just really broadly, hypothyroidism is just an underactive thyroid, so your thyroid gland isn't producing enough of the certain hormones, primarily T3 and T4, and those when um, those have a big impact on your metabolism, so you just have underactive thyroid.
0: Yes, and so what happens when the, the thyroid gland is underactive or not performing optimally?
1: yeah so it's just gonna impact the um the metabolism again, and so some just common side effects that are associated with that would be um fatigue if you feel really lethargic, you might have some weight gain, increased sensitivity to cold, you might have some dry skin, you feel weak or you're achy, that kind of thing.
0: Excellent. So so we're going to break this, this podcast into three big parts. The first one is exactly what is hypothyroidism, really kind of breaking that down together, going over some myths and facts about, hey, does it really affect fat loss? What are some situations that maybe it won't affect fat loss to the degree you feel like you may be affected by it? Because maybe you're watching right now, you're a woman, you have Hashimoto's disease or you have hypo. Thyroidism, and you've been convinced hey i i'm stuck i can't lose weight i've this is my reason and today you're going to be surprised we have some information that's going to really help you escalate elevate explode your fat loss efforts i'm gonna get one of those e-words right here soon and also towards the end of this call <clears throat> video we're going to go over some very effective nutritional strategies that, that can help you get more results with what you're doing with hypothyroidism we should probably just give this a nickname i'm going to call it Low thyroid. No. Perfect. All good. So, you know, when it comes to having a, and as as Layla mentioned, guys, you know, the the thyroid gland is the master metabolism regulator throughout the whole entire body. It it controls the metabolism of of every single cell in the body. And as she mentioned, when it's low, when it's not performing optimally, and it could be genetic, it can be under extreme times of stress even low nutrient intake like iodine and carbohydrates then that could affect your weight loss progress both short and long term and so you know later one of the things that i hear a lot about from our clients is they believe that despite having hypothyroidism that they just can't lose weight what is the truth behind this and what have you taught your clients when it comes to losing weight with hypothyroidism
1: Yeah. So that common misconception that you can't lose weight first, we need to understand where we're at with your hypothyroidism. Like, have you gone to the doctor and received medical attention for it? Or have you been, are you taking medication? So like, where are we at in that process? Um, So just to start, if you think you might have hypothyroidism, you have some of those symptoms, going to the doctor, getting your thyroid levels checked is going to be important. And then they're going to start you on a medication, typically levothyroxine, I'm pretty sure um, to start to get those hormones producing again. And so once that happens, um, once that happens, then you can start to not have to worry about any, your, your thyroid is going to be working at a normal level. And then you're not going to have to be worrying about any unintentional weight gain. And then you can start losing fat and really seeing that difference.
0: I love that. That's a great explanation, Layla. So basically, what I'm hearing you say is that if there's any concern with maybe, hey, I'm not losing weight, and there's been you're experiencing some maybe fatigue, you're experiencing uh, lethargy, you're 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 perhaps gaining weight, you're extra tired. Um, going to your doctor, whether you are currently diagnosed or you're not, is a great first step. Always defining, hey, what is the, what, what are the results telling us? And so, and, and to maybe draw an assumption, this I love, love for you to tell me if we were to compare two people, one person with uh, a healthy uh, thyroid level, who is um, you know losing weight at, at a realistic and healthy, sustainable rate. We have someone who has hypothyroidism, but is also medication. What's the difference in fat, what's the differences in fat loss potential between between these two individuals? Great
1: question. There's no difference at all. Um, so once you are on that medication, you're gonna be performing just as optimally as anyone else with normal thyroid levels. And so you can lose fat at the same sustainable, healthy rate for you. Um, and it really won't impact you as long as you're taking that medication consistently.
0: I love that. So, ladies, if you're listening this right now and if you're thinking, hey, you know, I, I have this this condition and you know what, I'm I'm just stuck. If you're, not, if you're not sure, but let me go back here. Layla, how often do you recommend your clients check their thyroid levels when they're yeah. on medication to make sure their levels are still within those normal limits?
1: Yes. It's really important to go and get those levels checked about every six months just because your TSH levels are going to be changing and then your body can adapt or other factors that kind of contribute. So it's just – about twice a year, every six months is going to be super important, just in case you need to make a change and making sure that that medication is still working properly for you so you can have those good results.
0: So tell us about maybe one of your client experiences. Um, you So for everyone who doesn't know, again, Coach Layla is our dietician. She primarily works with women with PCOS, postpartum women, those with uh, low thyroid um, and those, um, what else? Have I missed one, Layla?
1: Um, like if there's diabetes, other things like that
0: yep, hypertension. So mm-hmm. maybe give us an example of a client who's come to you who wasn't experienced weight loss despite being on medication, walk us through that experience with us and what happened once they got on a nutrition plan and what were the results throughout that?
1: Yeah, so a lot of times, too, I think clients come in with that and they just feel they feel stuck and they feel kind of um they just feel discouraged that they're not going to be able to lose weight because of this. And so just making them that plan, you know, they have their personalized plan. We're meeting them right where they're at um, and then just walking them through on how if they're taking this consistently, their medication consistently, that their progress is going to happen. Like they will see those results. Um, so I have a client right now. Her name's Amanda. She is four weeks into our program and she has lost two pounds and over three inches. In just four weeks and so you know coming into that uh you know educating her on hypothyroidism and nutrition and just giving her that hope you know then we have her plan and we are fully attacking it and yeah she's made tremendous progress in just four weeks
0: already you know you, when you mentioned giving her her plan what does that usually consist of
1: yeah so her personalized plan so we have um, her customized macros, macro target breakdown—that it's gonna be fit to how many meals she likes to have each day. Uh, she's gonna get a sample meal plan. We're gonna give her cardio recommendations. Gonna give her tracking sheets. Um,
0: all the goodies. So it sounds like all the guesswork is taken out for her, especially knowing how much and what to eat too. Because, you know, from what we've read together, you know, what we eat, especially not only for fat loss and for health. But especially if you're listening to this and you're taking thyroid medication, this is very important. So listen closely. What we eat can affect the absorption of the medication for thyroid um uh with or et cetera, whatever you're taking, um, in regards to how potent that is to help your levels stay within normal ranges. So they talked about talk to us about some things that you've noticed throughout your experience through research that can affect the absorption of medication that could maybe uh pull down your levels and to back uh to a uh, to a low range.
1: Yes. I actually have five things that are just really top of the list things we need to watch. So things that are going to have a drug nutrient interaction that kind of would hinder absorption. So that first one is gonna be calcium. So again, I just wanna preface before going into these, this doesn't mean you cannot have these nutrients, it just means we need to be mindful of the timing that we're taking in these nutrients in relation to the timing that you're taking your medication. I think that's important to know. So you can still have them, just we ought to pay attention to that time. Um, so calcium rich foods. So that's going to be like dairy products, dark leafy greens. It's recommended not to have that within two to four hours. If you can of taking your medication, um, soy products. So like tofu, edamame, tempeh, that kind of thing. Um, you want to try to wait as long as possible. So probably if we can go again in that longer, like four hour range, again, just the longer, the better um the next one is iodine so some things that are rich in iodine are going to be like fish shrimp dairy um and you don't want to have too much of these so again like just waiting longer in the day um well waiting as long as possible in that same category as soy is going to be better and then iron is going to be another big one so this one is on a little bit of the lower side just waiting within two hours of taking your medication um, some iron rich foods are gonna be red meat, beans, spinach, dark leafy greens. Um, and yeah, those are like the main the main drug nutrient interactions that we need to watch.
0: Perfect. I love that. You know, um, I think it's interesting because a lot of these things that you mentioned are things that we consume on a daily basis, and without knowing, we can do not harm, but uh, we, we could maybe defaulting our medication to not activating it at its full potential. Um, and I, you know, same thing with you. Um, I, I think that when it comes to the, the vegetable intake, make sure those are cooked optimally, and also fiber too. Fiber can ba- bind to uh, medication, even minerals, and cause it to it, it to decrease its absorption. So, you know, if you if you you take your medication in the morning and dive right into a big old bowl of oatmeal, that may not be the best option for you because we want to make sure mm-hmm. that medication gets absorbed optimally before uh, other things take it up. So just some very uh, specific um, strategies that we use with our clients to say, Hey, listen, here's when you are taking. And also believe it or not, guys, this may sound simple, but, and super elementary, but just remembering, remembering to take your medication every day is absolutely important. Like skipping days, like that is, that won't give you the best effect for fat loss. And so along with that and, Along with your customized nutrition plan, with your customized macros, knowing exactly how much to eat. Um, again, you still have, once your medication is on point and your levels are within normal ranges, you have the same ability to lose as much fat as someone who does not have any condition history of having hypothyroidism. So I love, I love how you said work on that mindset piece first like, hey, it's possible, you're gonna do great, it's time to get unstuck, let's do it together. I thought that was really beautiful. Absolutely. We have a question from Laura in the group. Laura asks, "I'm sure this will be answered later, but I know there are several supplements out there that claim to stimulate the thyroid to aid in weight loss. Do they truly help?" That's a great question, Laura. And without identifying exactly what supplements you're referring to, I I'm really not sure. There are plenty of thyroid stimulating supplements out there. Um, So I, I, just, because I, what I will say, Laura, could you comment with the supplements that you know of that we can provide information on? And Layla, if you have an answer already, please go ahead. Um, Me be not familiar with what she's referring to, which is okay. I I will hold off because I don't want to give incorrect information.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I think knowing the specific one would be really crucial. And I do think just one thing to know in general is supplements. They're not going to be regulated by anyone and so it's important to know like what supplements you're taking looking into that talking to your doctor first to see if this is something that you should be taking that it might be beneficial that it's going to be safe for you are all really important factors just because again supplements there's so many different kinds claiming so many different things and you're not really sure are you getting what they're saying um there's no way to really know for sure so i would say yeah we need to know exactly what that thyroid supplement is and then always like talking to your doctor and making sure it's a reputable
0: one. That's a great point. I think it's always a great, uh, just stand in position to always chat with your doctor first, mm-hmm. just to make sure that like they approve because you, know, the, the thyroid gland is such a complex gland and it releases hormones, uh, through different areas of the brain. And so we want to know where it's coming from. Um, the mm-hmm. thyroid gland is in the neck but it can release hormones to the hypothalamus etc so just being understanding of where that deficiency is coming from and then just making sure that um the correct treatment and plan of action is being taken to to bring things back into a normal level absolutely Laila, let's end this today um by the way guys if you have any questions about uh, what we're covering, let us know. But I want to end this today by having you go over just a few myths and facts about hypothyroidism. Um, what are some some myths that you've heard amongst our community and those that you work with related to this condition?
1: Yes. If you have hypothyroidism, and that's why you have, you're gaining a bunch of fat and you can't lose any fat, is because your thyroid is not um, working properly. So that is a common myth. Um, that people believe that, again, it's just making you fat, can't lose fat, and you're just kind of stuck because, oh, thyroid. Um, so two two facts to kind of combat that. First one is the weight gain associated with hypo, um, hypothyroidism is typically going to range between about five to ten pounds and it's primarily just going to be the accumulation of salt and water so that same kind of bloating effect that you might get after having eaten out at a restaurant having um, a lot of carbs again it's not actually going to be fat that you gained which what that means for you is once you do get on that medication you're taking it consistently making sure you're timing it correctly with those nutrients so you're getting the proper absorption um, that weight should go back down pretty quick because again, it was just salt and water. And then again, kind of what we were saying earlier, your fat loss potential is no different than anyone else. Once you're on that medication consistently and it is working properly. Mm. Mm. So that was the, my first one.
0: Um, and then I think I have one, I have one later. Yeah. I, um, so a, lo- a lot of things I hear from clients and those, Um, or just members is, Hey, you know what? I gain weight, but I'm, I'm barely eating. I must have hypo hypothyroidism. What would you say to that?
1: Yes. Um, I'd say, well, what going to get tested is going to be super important again. So let's see if we do have hypothyroidism um, or if not, and then once, if you do have hypothyroidism, once you're treated, again, you should expect to be able to lose fat just like anyone else. But those weight changes that you might be associating, again, since underactive thyroid, it's only going to cause you to gain maybe five to 10 pounds of salt and water weight. Um, you, sh- you should expect to just see that same amount of change. So if you feel like you should be losing fat, should be losing weight, and you're not um, then we, we need to look at some other areas in your overall diet, um, and habits just to kind of see what we're doing, see if those targets are correct for you. Um, and then just set up a plan to make sure that we're working to get your body in that calorie deficit. So we can be losing fat.
0: That last point you said was so crucial, Layla, making sure that you're tracking accurately and that you're truly eating as few calories as you are. A lot of times, um, people tend to. Underestimate how many calories they're, eat, they're eating, and then overestimate how much or how many calories they're burning through exercise, and so that's Absolutely. a double win. Um, and so, just you know, besides maybe creating this mental excuse uh, with this mindset, like, well, hey, you know, I have, I have hypothyroidism, I don't have time to go to the doctor, that can be all wrong. And that could be keeping you from losing the weight you want to. It could be all come down to calorie intake because even people with hypothyroidism can lose body weight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. You just have to eat fewer calories. Um, and a lot of people don't like to. I mean, I don't like to. Who does? Do you? I don't. Don't love it, but whatever. <laughs> but, but having the medication would bring your fat loss potential, your your b- ability to lose body fat back to a normal range. So that you don't have to eat fewer calories to lose body weight. Last thing, Leila, you know, just from a general standpoint, how should someone design their diet when it comes to um, eating for fat loss, having hypothyroidism?
1: Yeah. So I think I mean their diet can be just like anybody else's diet. Again, we're going to be looking at the specific drug nutrient interactions. So maybe when we're going over their plan, creating that plan, educating them on, you know, if this is if you love having oatmeal in the morning. Let's think, when can we take that medication to make sure that we're um, optimizing the absorption? And so, but in general, they can eat, they can eat just like anybody else. Um, Again, that medication is going to bring you right back to that same normal level as anyone with uh, normal thyroid levels to begin with.
0: Absolutely. Great point. Um, Oh, did I interrupt you again? I'm sorry.
1: I am sorry. I guess I just kind of wanted to add to that. In general, though, just for a good fat loss diet, it's important to just have a nutrient-dense diet. You know, you're getting a lot of fruits, vegetables in, um, some lean proteins, trying to limit your processed foods, a lot of added sugar, added extra salt, that sort of thing. So just, just a whole foods approach. Again, still all foods can fit in there, but just making sure that the majority of those foods are going to be good, like nutrient-dense options.
0: So what I'm hearing you say, Layla, is essentially that having a very special diet for fat loss for those with hypothyroidism is not necessary.
1: Yes, it's not necessary to have a special diet.
0: Perfect. Last thing here, I think it's very important to bring up. Um, a, a lot of people like to, a lot of people like to drop carbs when it comes to losing fat. Low carb keto. I would like for us to discuss together what impact that has on. Not only our thyroid, but our our cortisol levels, are non-exercise activity levels as well, that ultimately impacts our fat loss. So I'll let you go first. Aila. What, um, from your research experience, what have you found? <clears throat> how low intakes of carbohydrate, how that affects the functioning of the thyroid gland?
1: Yeah. So remember how when I first started, I said that hypothyroidism, um, it, you have underactive thyroid, so you're not producing enough of that T3 and T4, super important hormones in your thyroid so having a low carb diet can actually further inhibit your t3 production which again super important in your metabolism and so if it's already hypothyroidism or not having those low carbs is going to kind of just be slowing them down um and so it's really important and then also not having a lot of carbs carbs are going to be used as your first source of energy and so you're just stressing your body out more when you limit those and then you know you're going to impact other hormones like cortisol and we know that impacts um your weight and maybe having some weight gain with that so it's going to have a snowball effect for sure so it's super important to be consuming carbs and especially consuming carbs consistently throughout the day again that is your primary source of energy and so you want to keep that energy up all day. You want your body to constantly have that fuel that it wants to burn, that it wants to use. Um, and it's just going to help keep all of those other hormones in check and help you feel good and happy. Because who doesn't love carbs? Carbs make you happy. Um, so that's yeah. super
0: important. Absolutely, Layla. Great job with that. I could not answer that any better, ladies. If you're struggling with fat loss and you find yourself cutting carbs to lose fat, know that there are better ways to diet that are more enjoyable, more sustainable, and more effective. Even though carbs aren't necessary essential, they can be an added benefit for effective and sustainable fat loss. Layla, thank you for your time today. You guys, if you're watching this letter, please add some comments, uh, to us. Uh, if you'd like for us to answer any questions, we'd love to, um, Layla, is there anything else you want to end in our call with today to the audience? Um,
1: I would love to give one more client shout out to another client I have with hypothyroidism. Her name is Mackenzie, in seven weeks so far, she is down six pounds. And four inches. So again, just so you know, ladies, everyone who's listening, if you have hypothyroidism, you can do it too. This doesn't mean that you can't have those goals. Um, so yes, it's possible and some clients are rocking it out.
0: Boom. Great job, McKenzie, and, and ladies, thank you for listening to our podcast today. If you're not currently a member of our private Facebook group, the group we go live in every Tuesday at 730, you can join us at facebook.com slash group slash tandem tone up. If you have any questions, feel free to email me personally too at Garrett at Layla, this has been a great episode. Thank you so much for your time, your expertise, and your knowledge in this group. I've truly found it valuable, and I know that others have as well. So thank you for your time. And guys, I look forward to seeing you guys next week, Tuesday at 730, with no technical difficulties. <laughs> Bye, guys.